regular features, a regular, regular, regular features, a regular, regular, regular features, a regular features show. Hello, this is Regular Features, the podcast about five friends trying to find a feature they think is good enough to repeat. This week, I would love to bring you Click a Pup Emoji Movie, but unfortunately, Joseph Valerian Scrabbles had other ideas. So instead, I bring you the tribunal of J.V. Scrabbles. I'm your lawyer, but I'm also Regular Features' lawyer. I ask the questions here. What are you, the defense? The trial. Tribunal. What's the difference? I don't know. (laughs) You're lucky it's me doing this tribunal. Kangaroo court. Joe Valerian Scrabbles, mm-hmm. you have been found, 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 found. Produced by Dick Wolf. Joe. Hello. What is happening? Look, I'd like to start off by saying that absolutely none of this is my fault. I asked the questions here. <laughs> and that you... Refusing to turn up to our house to yes. do something Welsh. Yes. And when I say our house, I mean the regular features house we all bought with the Patreon money. Yes. The big round house in the field. Okay. You not turning up meant that we didn't have a technical mind on the show. Okay. And that three quarters of the show sounded like it had been recorded on a Nokia 5210. Can you, can you play some of that for us right now? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the regular features podcasts. Title name of Kicker Mutt I admit, Joe, that does sound bad. I don't like that you seem to be trying to pin this blame on me because this seems like it's entirely your fault. See, I don't know. It this... was in your house, recording <laughs> using your bits and pieces. Someone else's laptop. I wasn't there. I don't know. We're well, <laughs> using that. using your bits and pieces in your own bedroom where you sleep no. and fuck kitchen. You in don't the even kitchen. know. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! We put a big um, sheepskin rug over the over the hob because we thought that was an echo chamber. Oh, well, that seems like it's helped, doesn't it? I because thought it we would. don't have a fucking podcast with No, did that log? Not me. So, Joe. I mean, I will go. You're lucky it's me doing this tribunal and not one of the other ones because I've lost a lot of regular features in my time. Because <laughs> I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot of friends by losing episodes of regular features in my time. Mm. And I feel like it is kind of like a rite of passage that everyone has to go through. Like, I lost my first podcast. Mm. Um, like, the actual first podcast I ever did. So at least you didn't do that. Has anyone but not you're lost... You're off the hook, Joe! Has anyone not lost an episode? Maybe log. Ask he's gonna put his shift in there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess like we've never recorded at logs. Yeah, you used to record at logs, did we? Went the drunkest oh, one yeah. ever was at logs. Fuck, I, forgot I remember that. that from being a um, fan. Fuck, but idiots. yeah, Joe. So tonight, first of all, mm. we're gonna have the trial tribunal. What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every look 
get up. I should know. <laughs> the tribunal trial of JV Screbbles. Um, so I've got some questions I'm going to put to you because you're on the stand. Right Do now. I not get a lawyer? Mm, I'm I'm your lawyer, but I'm also regular features' lawyer. Oh so for you, this isn't going to end well. Kangaroo court. Yeah. <laughs> Kangaroo court. Well, that's the thing. I am regular features' lawyer, so I have to represent you, but I also have to argue against you. Where's Susan? Mm. Can she be my lawyer? No, Susan's on all day. She's gone the Algarve. <laughs> she does like it there. Mm. I think she's got a toy boy. Mr. Screbbles. This is a question that's come in from uh, a lawyer friend of mine. Was that you crowdsourced lawyer question? This is Steve Hogarty, my partner. QC. He's the he's the hog <laughs> in Murph Hog. In, no, not Industries. Murph Hog. What I don't know. What are you Lawyers, about? solicitors. They just use their full names. Murph Hog. You don't know shit about the law. Do you want to? Do you, you kangaroo do you, bastard? Do you, do you want to be found guilty? Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, first question. Where do you get off? Uh, well, it depends on the night. I got off at Finsbury you Park. You know what night we're talking about. I got off at Finsbury Park. Yeah. I met Log. So at what point, did you, what, what point in this evening do you decide to destroy the podcast? Look, I'm, I'm taking the OJ defence. Yeah. If I did it. Yes. It was when I bought the first round in the pub for Log. Okay, that's when you decided you were going to fuck the podcast. If I did it, that's when I would have decided okay. to fuck the podcast. Uh, second question, this one's from me. How dare you? From you? That's from me. How oh. dare you? Is that a question? Your lawyer's been very how, quiet at the moment. How dare you? Mm. How didn't Objection. I do it earlier? Obje- Objection. <laughs> uh, you looked over your shoulder realistically there, and I didn't like it. Yeah, because I'm looking at me, but I'm also the lawyer, aren't I? There is a screen there. Uh, another question from... Uh, it's not doctor if you're a lawyer, but what is it? Right Honourable. Another question from the Right Honourable Steve Hogarty. Artie Hon. Do you think you will ever escape the shame of what you have done? Or will it follow you around forever like a wretched disease? I don't even care now, because it wasn't me. Yeah. It's... I'm... As I said on the WhatsApp group earlier... You, you're I clean, just dis- You're squeaky clean. I just discovered the body. The murderer is still at large. As you said... What you said in the WhatsApp group earlier was, fuck them, fuck... <laughs> I'm reading this verbatim. Mm-hmm. Fuck them, fuck the lot of them. They get what they're given. I was talking about the ducks in Finsbury Park. Mm, well... And I want... And, like, that's literal. I'm I talking ha- about fucking all the ducks in I haven't in decided what to do with you yet. Oliver, <laughs> I went to my uh, my extended lawyer colleagues. <laughs> You're so bad at and, this. And asked, and asked them... <laughs> at least I didn't fucking lose it, mate. We got a podcast because of me. It's still there. It's just not listenable. <laughs> <clears throat> Who knows? This might turn out unlistenable. <laughs> we don't know. Oliver Gerlach, uh, he's an upcoming guy from the German law scene. Yeah. <laughs> Just why? Just why? Mm. Because I hate you, Oliver Gerlach. Your CH at the end of your name, presumably. Yeah. Okay. I've liked one of these, and I did not like that. <laughs> I'm not reading that out. That's rubbish. Sorry, Nathan Ellingsworth. <laughs> Uh, well, I think he's fit, actually, so I will read it out. Why have you never capitalised on your name by making an artsy Instagram illustration account? Scribble Scribbles is waiting to happen. Uh, Rubbish, isn't it? I'm with but you. he is fit, so... Let's see him. He's a fucking fit DJ. Oh, I might scribble him first. Yeah. 
scribble all up in there from bristol scribble. i'm gonna get that the picture london in. of the southwest i'm gonna draw that picture but i'm gonna draw him with big long legs pete Lectro. and an even bigger dick is it true that you're actually not the inventor of famous famous wordsmithing game scrabbles oh that's a rubbish one mate Sorry. this is why i told you not to tweet yeah <laughs> or or at least read the, read the advice of your counsel before you read it out at the very least Oh. Like be like properly racist, not just say my name. Sounds okay, so, like something th- so else. this is uh, this is from someone. What are you? The defence. Yeah, is you're that the, the same as the plaintiff? Because that sounds you, better. Uh, okay, you're the plaintiff. So Terry Terrapin. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Terry Terrapin is uh, on the side of the plaintiff, uh, aka the defence. Hey, baby. Why are you on trial? When both Matt and Gav have deleted or otherwise ruined podcasts before and gotten away scot-free. Exactly my point. Gav should be in my seat, but mm. he's not. He's in his big velvet stool house. Also, I'm technically your lawyer as He's well. in one of those hanging egg chairs yeah. <laughs> swinging all about. Well, I mean, this is not what I'd like to do, but Connor Devani says, skip the tribunal, skip straight to the procession of shame. And then there's a gif of the flight, um, the what we do in the shadows bit where they say into Nick. That's good because that's not the Game of Thrones procession of shame, which I that's assumed it shows, would yeah. be. Mm. I thought that'd be lazy. I'll take that. I'd I love saw, to have shame shout out. I me saw by an my advert mates. for a TV show the other day um, where you know what's her name, Pamela Alden, the comedian who's in. Uh, oh, Louis. Yeah, Louis. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, she's got her own show now. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's a thing, is it? <laughs> no. Um, and she's standing in a coffee shop, and the coffee shop door is opening and closing. This is the advert. Mm-hmm. And the bell's ringing. And every time the bell rings, she goes, Shame. And the bell rings again when someone else walks in. She goes, Shame. That's the joke. That is literally that's the, the joke. whole joke. That's the whole joke. And that's what? an advert. So that's the best thing that they could find in her entire show to put as an advert. Louis C.K. thinks she's good. I know. She's got that son. You, you, I'm, I was going to say something. I was going to say something really horrible. Horrendous. <laughs> I'll just skip swiftly on uh, to... Oh, this is a nasty one. <laughs> Bickmore. Not, oh, sounds- not Tom Bickmore, who is a good one. Um, <laughs> this is just Bickmore. When are you leaving? Fucking hell. It's a bit much, isn't it? That's too much. Yeah, fuck off. Did you like that one as well? No, I didn't. (laughs) Should I block him? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to block him. (laughs) Enough of that. Live block. Like, we're not fucking killing people. When are you leaving? I think he meant, like, leaving this mortal realm. No, he didn't. He meant leaving the podcast. He might have. He might have. You don't know. Matt's back now. It's fair play. Okay. (laughs) Sploops. Sorry, my colleague. It's bloops. At my lawyer in business. Which garden vegetable would you say you mostly closely resemble? And do not say marrow. I know your fucking tricks, Joseph. Uh, uh, peeled sweet potato. Peeled sweet potato. Okay, I'm just going to run all your answers through my lawyer machine. <laughs> lawyer calculator. Lawyer calculator. You can put that in. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> not more. I'm not putting anything there. <laughs> Joe. Valerian Scrabbles, mm-hmm. you have been found sort of guilty. <laughs> Keep sounding like you're going to give out my bank details. <laughs> you've been sound. You've been found sort of guilty by this kang- real court. <laughs> the real court of real good hu- improv humans. No kangaroos. Real human guys. I've never seen a kangaroo. 
So technically, in my eyes, they don't exist. You've been found sort of guilty. Tell you what, Joe. If you've got a feature on you that is half good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we'll forget this whole thing happened. Well, as a matter of fact, I have a feature. And that's for you to decide. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You squirty, Bertie. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You dirty, Bertie. Gavin John Murphy. <laughs> Don't give out my bank details. What's your favourite um, bottom of article clickbait advert? Oh, I, I. Do you know what? Do you have one? No. I have to. Like, I click on. So many of these. I'm constantly clicking on them. Because um, they're good they're good titles. We the, could learn from that. But I clicked on one the other day that was what you won't believe what Michelle Fowler looks like now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Michelle McManus. Yeah. Oh did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe it's a big Michelle thing going What's on. The, actually, it's a lot Also, Michelle Fowler, I think let me just check I wanna make sure that I've definitely got the right one there. But Michelle Fowler was a fucking babe. Let me have a look at that. <laughs> I'm Come looking too. Michelle Fowler. I just want to check that I've got that. That seems obscure. Oh, she's called Susan yeah. Tully. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Okay, cut all that out, because I was right. Um, yeah, and I, I saw that the other day, and I clicked on it straight away. Mm-hmm. But, like, Michelle Fowler was until age down the thing, and I just thought, eh, all right. And then, but I managed to see pictures of her when she was younger, and she was pretty cool. Do you ever get that um, thing where it, I can't tell whether it's on purpose or not, but it gets your location slightly wrong. So it's always yeah. somewhere quite close to you. So it's like the the funeral directors in Stoke Newington are oh, pissed because life insurance has been found out to be a big scam. No way. And you click that. Uh, I also like, um, you won't believe how dead these child actors are. That's a good one. That's fantastic. I've clicked loads of them. That's clickhole. That is actually a clickhole. Yeah, no, article. but then it's real. It's about that kid from Mary Poppins who's dead. Or a tweet that you or Steve has done. <laughs> that's won't. that's where I think you are. Like in funniness. Clickhole. clickhole. Well, clickhole's there. Steve. You, well, clickhole. No, no. You, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There you go. Gav was going up. Yeah, yeah. I and should it. say. <laughs> He didn't make that clear, because that was totally yeah, visual. I my hands under the table. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, but I found a very good one, and one that I'm going to read to you in full. All right. It's called 19 Actors You Didn't Know Were Gay. Number six will shock women. <laughs> <laughs> you showed me this at work as well. Like You showed Only me the actual women. screenshot of it going, are you fucking kidding it's me? so funny. Um, Number one, James Franco. James Franco is the subject of many gay or not speculations, especially since his statement that the gay rumours have had... Especially since his statement that the gay rumours had been surrounding him ever since he was a high school kid. When it comes to more recent rumours, Franco remained silent regarding the subject, but did say that he refuses to be defined by any kind of labels. Is that a yes or... Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I don't know. So, what I like about that is, it doesn't tell you he's gay. They oh, don't yeah. They don't know he's gay. <laughs> but <laughs> you put him on there. That's, he's number one. That's out of order. Number two. Don't lead with that. Number two, the brick from Home Alone 2. <laughs> Despite being open about his sexuality for many years, many people still think the brick from Home Alone 2, best known for being thrown at Marv's face from the top of Uncle Rob's townhouse, is straight. 
Perhaps it's the macho savagery of his choreographed fall onto the taller sticky bandit's head that gives people the wrong impression. On the contrary, Brick and the actor playing Marv, Hollywood funny man Daniel Stern, had an on-off romance for several years after the 1992 comedy wrapped. That's interesting, isn't it? That is a good one. That's gone. Number three. To a place I wasn't expected. Number three. Quickly. The Briefcase from Pulp Fiction. Janine Briefcase was a starving actress, barely making ends meet in 1993. She's a bot, absolute botter. <laughs> I don't know what that means and I don't want to Barring scant extra work as a case That would blow open and spill out papers To demonstrate a businessman's lowest moment She was up S Creek without a P Then Quentin Tarantino came along And paired her with veteran bulb Edison I am a light bulb The rest is history Sadly Briefcase passed away in 2005 After a short but brave battle against handle cancer Is this what you do when we're not looking (laughs) Leaving behind her wife That's the gay bit that's the gave it. Four. Judge Dredd's bike. You'd never guess it. Once you've been told, you get it. <laughs> Number five. We're getting closer to six. You How many it? is it? Nine. Oh, six is one of those shock women. Yeah, but there's 19 in total. Fuck it out. Five. The Prairie from the Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Arnold J. Prairie was known for his old-fashioned southern charm, his good manners offset, and his impressive 30-hectare size. But in the closeted Hollywood of the 1970s, the titular shrubland biome of one of our most beloved TV shows became best known for his sexuality. A trailblazer for openness, Prairie was never scared to say who he was and still campaigns for equality to this day. When he isn't too busy as the star of TV's Westworld, that is. Very good. (coughs) That's not the response you want, is it? Six... Jamie Foxx. I hate women, Foxx recently said in an interview, and I plan to use one of those clown handshake buzzers to shock as many as possible. (laughs) Chill. It's good, isn't it? He didn't say that. Seven through 19. Do you you get it? Because he'll shock women. Mm -hmm. He will shock women. Yes, I get it, Joe. Cool, just making sure. Odd. (laughs) Just, Just making sure that you get it. Seven through 19. That thick rain from the Matrix Revolutions. You'll know them for their iconic background work in the climactic fight between Neo and Agent Smith, but the distractingly goopy rain from the final Matrix film is actually a polyamorous performance art collective who still perform to this day and run a cafe in the Wirral. They are all called Hugh. There you go. That's my favourite clickbait article. Well done, Joe. Cafe in the Wirral. It's very funny, but I mean, to be fair, to bring it back to the tribunal of Joseph Valerian Scrabbles, you have just taken that from an internet... Article was it half good? Exists. Was it half good? It all exists on the internet. You didn't write any part of that, so I don't know. So what? Uh, sorry, what is any of your phone features? That's all real. Yeah, but I, I'm doing the talking. You're just talking. That's yeah. just having a conversation. Yes. Putting on a voice. But <laughs> but what? But if well, you're saying because they because uh, I'm not in charge of half of it. What about log log reading out that hamster book? That was all real. Yeah, but he wasn't on trial at the time. <laughs> so, mm, gonna bang to, to right <laughs> to that. There. The um, kangaroos jumped on me. Tell you what, let's see, uh, let's see what Log's got to say about all this because uh, he's got a little feature for us, um, which he tried to bring us uh, in the other episode. 
before I fucking sabotaged before his you ass. decided to fuck it up. And even though you are editing this, let's see if you let logs feature go through. I'm gonna make him go in half speed. <laughs> <laughs> this really long episode. Yeah. Log, what you got for us? <laughs> I went to buy a puppy with my mum yesterday. Now, I don't know if you lot even like puppies, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I really like puppies. So when I went to Coventry's famous Kimberleen's Labradoodle puppy factory, famous for the Top Gear dog, who's now dead, to buy a new pups with my mum's, I was stoked beyond recognition when a turtle-faced man unlocked a small gate and opened up a brand new world to me. A world of silent, shuffling puppies. Whoa, 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 stop right there. I know you're as keen as I am to get into the puppy action, but this turtle man, whose name is Steve, this turtle man was a showman who knew how to keep an audience in thrall. He did not blow his puppy load into my shrieking face immediately, and I wasn't combing puppy globules into my beard as a make-do moisturizer quite yet. First came a tour of the old girls. You really can get a measure of our pups from the behaviour of their mothers, said the turtle man. And I shot a sour glance to my own mother, in case she was rubbing her fanny against a fence post or something. She wasn't. Maybe I'd misjudged her. The turtle man let the mother dog out, and I braced myself for dog. But the puppy mum ignored me, and leapt onto a table. She thinks it's time to be brushed, laughed the turtle man. From the context of this comment, and from the brushes hanging on the wall behind her, I cleverly deduced that this was the dog brushing table. The dog mother looked from the man, to me, to my mum, and to a brush. I leaned in to stroke her, and she put her paw on my chest and leaned into my face. I fully expected her to say, brushes or get the fuck out. Instead, she simply licked my ear as though to say, Brushes or get the fuck out! I hugged her and stroked her with two hands. Maybe this is more like a brush, I rationalised to myself. But I knew I was just getting a free hug from another man's dog. We moved across the courtyard and entered a small shed where a big ginger labradoodle leapt again and again against the metal bars, standing upright and slamming his too big head between the poles like... I don't know. I literally cannot think of a word that describes what this dog is doing that doesn't stigmatise mental illness. I suppose this is what UKIP people must feel like when I tell them they can't say chinky and they can't think of another set of words to get across the idea of Chinese takeaway. I think to myself, if there ever is a UKIP but for the mentally ill, I might have a bit of soul searching to do. But this, this is a universal scene of frustrated love. You could easily recast the scene at the end of The Graduate, with Dustin Hoffman as a labradoodle, banging his face against the window while Elaine gets married to a bit of dried chicken. Or the Nazi dentist torture scene out of Marathon Man, with Dustin Hoffman recast as a labradoodle, and the Nazi dentist being a bit of dried chicken that is too far away. Licking my lips, I pose a hopeful question to the man. The Turtle Man. Is this the puppy's stud? I said, careful not to make stud sound like I fancied him, but proud of the fact I'd used the proper breeding word and not daddy or boy mum. Without judgment, the turtle man told me that I was in fact referring to a bitch. 
Having made a public mistake in front of my mother, I replied internally, Sorry, the demented jumpy fucker didn't have her fanny pointing at me. But I didn't say those words out loud, because my mum doesn't like it when I say fanny in anger. Then, at last, it was puppy time. We walked past the mum dog, who was still on the table, standing next to the brush and frowning. Was she okay? What rules are she bound by? What rules are she bound by? Is that right? It sounds right. Hmm. She won't get down. Don't worry, said the man, stupidly confirming the very thing that I was most worried about. Get down, I screamed at her with my eyes. You're not going to get brushed today. Live your life on the ground while we take one of your children from you using tokens of which you have no concept. There were two puppies, and that is the most tragic number of puppies to see when you want to buy one puppy. There was a golden lady puppy and a little red boy puppy. They were overjoyed to see the turtle man with the chicken in his pockets, and they leapt at the gate. The man had cleverly positioned himself behind us, so it looked like they were pleased to see us. This is a lie that I was eager to believe, as a large part of my self-worth comes from the fact that dogs seem to like me. Get both of them, I laughed, deadly serious. How much are they? asked my mum. And that was when the turtle man said, Hmm, that's the question. We've got some lovely eight-week-old puppies, but they're £2,000. £2,000, my mum said, retracting her arms from the puppy's own like she'd been nipped on the finger by a puppy. Oh, this was it. Game over. Ain't no puppy worth a cool 2K. But these two are a bit older, about 16 weeks, so I can let them go for about half that. That is some savage depreciation. I mean, if that trend continues throughout a dog's life, and I have no reason to believe it doesn't, at one year old he would be worth £31. And you would need to trade in a quadrillion ten-year-old dogs just to put a deposit on a shopping trolley. I'm distracting myself from the dog that my mother has decided she doesn't want. The buoyant ginger runt who still doesn't realise that we are child-snatching ghouls. So what makes the puppies worth £2,000? I asked, powered by a flash of journalism. Oh, they're real showstopper puppies, he said. Showstopper puppies, I replied, mainly because the words demanded repeating. Showstopper puppies. So this puppy's not a showstopper, I wanted to ask. And I wanted even more for him to reply, no, but I got a little puppy that could stop a lot of shows, and then open his mouth to reveal a steaming tongue. A deal was being made, but it was all a bit much for me. While the puppy man and my mum talked about injections and lineage, I imagined testing the show-stopping powers of one of these puppies by staging a one-man production of Abigail's Party, with myself playing every role, like in a one-man production. Hey, Abigail, great party, I would say to myself. I can't find the vodka, though. Oh, I only just bought it from Tesco, so I put it in the freezer for a quick chill. The version of me that I'm imagining hasn't seen Abigail's party, but has been to a few parties. I would just be getting to the bit of the play where Martin put Michael's trainers into the shower when a gorgeous puppy would be lowered into view on the end of a fishing rod. The puppy would be so magnificent, its paws so paddy, that I would quickly improvise an abrupt end to Abigail's party. Mum's home, everyone's out, that's okay Abigail, we understand, everyone said, and I just fingered coins into the puppy's mouth. You stop this show, puppy, I would say, but just you try stopping my one-man sci-fi adaptation of Nuts in May. 
It turns out the phrase show-stopping here means a puppy that will grow into such a manifestly perfect example of a pedigree piece of shit that the absolute pricks at the kennel club will clap for so long that Crufts will have to pause for a bit. Oh, that's no good to us, I said. We'll only feed it so much that its back legs break. The turtle man nodded, agreeing that this will be a waste of £2,000. So we bought the golden lady puppy, which made my dad angry for a while because he wanted a boy dog, and that's as good a sign of his fragile masculinity as anything else. My mum decided she wanted to call the dog Jasmine, which in turn shows that my mum can't name a dog for shit. And I'm going to take the dog out to the pub on Sundays, which is really solid evidence that I'm someone who enjoys all the dog benefits with none of the dog responsibility. We all learned a lot that day, so much that I may never need to learn another thing. And note, if you're not my mum, get a rescue dog. This pure greed pedigree puppy shit is fucking weird. Well, Joe, mm. I feel like I'm leaning towards a decision. Can I stay, or if I can't stay, can I still have the money each month? Because I need it. Interesting. He's interesting good. question. It's surprising. Do you want me to month. settle? You want a settlement? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like Jackson, as like the, MJ, <laughs> as the regular feature. So you're saying you're guilty, like MJ. You're a big pedo podcast elite. I'm unpro- just like MJ. I'm unprovably guilty. Can you imagine if the podcast were, were like really big when Michael Jack before Michael Jackson died? All the we kids. Have, we have Michael Jackson on podcast. Imagine Michael Jackson talking to Mark on Maron. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where I was that? going. Michael Jackson talking to Adam Buxton about Hit, how many kids he's fingered. Him on the Nerdist just going, oh, I like all your toys. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone fucking says on the Nerdist. <laughs> it's so boring, that podcast. I, 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 I like your toys because he's like, I like your toys. I could get a child in my car with Didn't that. Even, I was, that was just observational. Pop. <laughs> That's observational comedy about the Nerdist. I have listened to the Nerdist in fucking ages. Anyway, um, it's got. I'll tell you what I like about the Nerdist. Michael Jackson's not on it. We should do. And he's a pedo. They between the opening section mm-hmm. and the actual interview, there's a there's a song that they right. play in full, and in full it's longer than fifteen seconds, which right. means that if you're skipping through. Well, you can will always no, it's good because you'll always hit oh, the song okay, sorry, and you'll yeah, yeah. know to skip. You can skip past the whole first bit, the boring right. shit where they do the community corkboard. Yeah. You always hit the song. You're like, here we go. See, the episode that I stopped listening to um, started with Chris Hardwick in bed with his girlfriend talking. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, that's me done with this podcast. does sound like a feature you'd do, though. Um, but it wasn't funny. No. Which doesn't sound like a feature I would do. That's so true. So there we are. Uh, you're only saying that because you're on the stand. <laughs> if you were, Please, if you were on the stand last night, you would just reel off 50 features that I've done that were shite. Remember I said that joke about the toys that I definitely meant in the way you took it as a yeah. joke. Yeah. That'd be nice. Okay. Uh, Joe, mm. because, as I mean, I as I said, a lot of the other ones in regular features might not have been as lenient but as I think the person responsible for fucking up more more episodes of the podcast than than anybody else Mm. I feel like I'm going to give you a pass thanks mate and you're allowed to come back next week you will be operating a crane at half half mast Mm. because we're going to have to dock your pay 
And so, you know what is next week? What? It's live in the Canal Cafe Theatre. We should have done this live. We should have done the live tribunal of Joseph Valerian I'm Scrabbles. very glad we didn't, because yeah. I think I proved how <laughs> poor my improvisational skills are. And you'd be shouting kangaroo at everyone who <laughs> in. So if we did happen to have a kangaroo walk in, that'd when, be terrible. When this comes out on Thursday the 3rd, mm-hmm. if you're listening between then and Sunday the 6th, yes. there are still probably, but maybe not, tickets available yeah. for Monday the 7th at the Canal Cafe Theatre, www.canalcafetheatre.com. It is selling so well. Is um, it? Yeah, it's selling really, really well. It's our best one for ages. Mm, We've been off for three months, so we're going to be rusty or good. I've got a fucking banger. Have you? Absolute banger. I've got fuck all, because okay. I've been worrying about this. <laughs> what, <laughs> the, the tribunal. The tribunal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely come see us, canalcafetheatre.com. Um, and if you like any of that, you can give us some money for doing it, which helps with travel costs and beer costs and hosting costs and everything. We're actually going to have to start looking for a new hosting thing because SoundCloud's fucked up SoundCloud, the pipes. SoundCloud are going down the shiter. So, and if if this tribunal proves anything, it's that your Patreon money helps log travel down to London for absolutely <gasps> no reason. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, came all the way down to my house and left again. <laughs> Empty voiced. Bloody hell. Got fuck all out of it. I didn't even... I didn't even think, well, I'd be furious if what? I was in. But I think he likes getting out of Nottingham. There's a good reason he hasn't spoken quite literally at all in the... <laughs> oh, no, he's spoken... He's written two lines in WhatsApp. But to me, not to you. Mm. Like, specifically, like, going, Gav, not Joe. I didn't do it, though. That's the thing. Joe, you be, you were found guilty. I should add, like you a, said, you'd give me a pass. Yeah, that's give you the a pass. Opposite of guilty. That's the sentencing. That's the gentleman's I forgot the, code. I, no, mm, which one is sentence? Sentencing is I sentence. No, no, yeah. So we find you guilty, but we sentence you to you. you you're off. Get a pass. You get a pass. That's the shit court <laughs> terminology. I can fucking find you a contempt if you want. Turn Mate, that shit around. It's gone through. It's gone Bailiff through. over there. He's not fucking tapping at Bailiff's right in it. Um, yeah, you're lucky, Joe. You get to stay with us for a bit longer. Uh, and hopefully you don't fuck up anymore because you're on thin ice. <laughs> you're doing <laughs> <I think. laughs> uh, But if you are coming to the live show, we'll see you there. Thank you very much. This was Regular Features. My girl.